0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Storm dark Weather Podcast. This is episode two hundred seventy-nine. I'm Rando, and I've got my buddy Gary back with me. Welcome back.
1: Glad to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, Corey. Uh, my gosh, I got to tell you what Corey's doing. Uh, this is crazy. Um, yeah, he. <laughs> I told him. I said, dude, you need to take take a little time off. Uh, so here's what he's doing uh you know everybody knows cory or should know cory works as cave guide at surreal city marvel cave uh works there been working a lot lately uh like over 10 12 hours so that's why yeah, that's a lot you know. <laughs> yeah and then he he comes over here and he's just falling asleep and I'm like dude you know you're, you're 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 gonna slow down at some point so thank goodness that you're here i love it when 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 gary's here because we think alike you know uh, somewhat, well, yes. somewhat, yeah. <laughs> somewhat. Uh, Corey last night, okay, so he he worked all day, and then he did, uh, a, a special thing. It, they explored the Mystic River Army. Ar- I don't know if army. Arm. Arm. I yeah. guess <laughs> 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 He's exhausted. And they crawled through tiny passageways, and they, uh, and he sent me a video, and literally they are crawling. It's like the public doesn't go there
1: no hey, do
0: you know what he's talking
1: about I've, I've belly crawled before and it's not I haven't done it since I broke ribs in that cave so
0: oh that's know. right did you tell me that on the did you say it on the podcast I
1: don't know that I said it on the oh podcast. my god T-
0: tell the tell the reader's digest version that was wild
1: uh, <coughs> high school we were exploring in a cave. Uh, doing a belly crawl in. I am a big guy. (laughs)
0: You're Um, a big boy, yeah.
1: uh, At the time, I weighed 250, probably. I am not small. Uh, I weigh more than that now, but that's beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, At the time, though, um, crawling in was not a problem. Uh, We crawled through this tight passageway, and had no problems whatsoever getting through it. Coming back out, there was a tiny stalagmite pointed up. And I was trying to go through the widest section. <laughs> go figure. Okay. You know, um, where the ceiling was the largest, I thought. Uh-huh. But it had this sharp stalagmite. And as I crawled across it... It poked in just below my uh, sternum. And it hurt, so I naturally jerked upwards, and I broke my ribs on the ceiling of the passageway. Oh, jeez. Well, long story short, there there was somebody in front of me. There was somebody behind me. The person behind me said, "Please get him out of. Do something to help him get out because I don't want to have to cut through him." <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean and be stuck? You don't want to be you want to be well, stuck right there, right? Well, you know? he
1: didn't want to have to you know slice oh. me up to get through past oh, to geez. get out of the cave. Jeez. So um, <laughs> the other guy turned around, had a little pick with him. And chipped off the little stalagmite that was sticking up. Oh, okay. Um, and that's not something you ever do. Mm-mm. You never change the cave. Right. Um, but if it's an but, emergency. But it was an emergency. Yeah. yeah. And then a lot of pulling and a lot of pushing, and I got through the passageway. But I had. S- after my ribs broke, I started swelling. Go figure. Oh, no. So it was harder. The. It was very difficult to get out. And after that, I said, no more belly crawling for me. That's that's (laughs) the end.
0: I hope Corey listens to this and hears that story. Because the the video they had, they had their little little lights on. And literally, they're crawling, and here's water that 50 degrees. It's like,
1: carbide Carbide lanterns probably were their light source. Uh, Yeah. Did they have flames coming out of them? I'll show you later. I don't the, know. The, the calcium carbide, when mixed with water, okay. creates settling gas. Oh. And it provides a very bright light source when you're crawling through caves. I'll show you his so. Facebook page. Uh, and actually, everybody who's
0: listening to this, he posted a bunch of his adventures on his Facebook page. Do you remember we talked about Cave Guide Corey? So go on Facebook. I think he's on Instagram. Uh, to uh, cave guide Corey, and uh, yeah, I'll show you show you Gary some stuff after that. It's pretty wild. Yeah, but, but uh-huh. no crawling for me.
1: Yo, know, okay. Well, now I feel like we're too old for that crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely am. Yeah. And like I said, I was. Uh fifteen, sixteen at the time. So. Oh, this is a long time ago. Oh gosh, ago. yes. That
0: wasn't Marvel, was it? Was it Fantastic? No, it was oh.
1: none of the above. It was actually uh a cave that we shouldn't technically probably have been in because it was <laughs> right it okay, was, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> it was it was right behind uh the Ritter Springs pump station Oh, okay. for the Springfield Water Supply. Uh, so you're teenagers,
0: you're marauding youth, and you're like, let's and, go let's spelunking.
1: Well, we we <laughs> went spelunking all the time, but we figured out that that cave was there. Oh, yeah. And when you got back into it, it opened up after the belly crawl, oh. and there was a room that had tons and tons and tons of quartz crystals. Ooh! On on the ceiling, on the walls, and if you when you lit your light source in the room, it was bright in there. Oh, cause because everything of, was oh wow of all the reflections. It was gorgeous, and of course, that was back when uh, cameras were expensive, and you didn't carry them through caves. Not like right. that. Yeah. Uh, now, wow. You, you you never go anywhere without a phone which has a camera on it.
0: That's true. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I'm glad you told that story, because that's pretty much what Corey was doing. But the (sighs) thing about it is, it was after work, and it was into the overnight and early hours. Then he had to go home, sleep a little bit, get back up, and go back in and work today. And he said, I will be over. It's like, dude, you need to go home and sleep. (laughs) And,
1: and, And Corey's considerably younger than we are.
0: That Well, true. Well, definitely younger than, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, younger than me, yes.
1: <laughs> and you know what? He absolutely loves
0: that. I mean, anyway, his little little Facebook page, Cave Guide Corey, has really taken off. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it, it, people love like caves and caving. I mean, pff, that's the way to go. So anyway, that's why he's not here. But he did say that next week things kind of slow down, so he'll be back next week, and I'm going to make him work. <laughs>
1: I'm wondering if he's been through Ozark Underground Laboratory. Uh, Maybe. Uh, Knowing him? uh, Yeah.
0: Now, he does geocaching
1: all the time. Well, Ozark Underground Laboratory, (laughs) I don't remember exactly where it's at. Um, Is it underneath Springfield? No. no, Oh, oh, okay. It's down in... Ozark County, I believe, oh, okay, it's either in Ozark or Douglas, but I know you get to it by coming down here and taking one sixty okay, uh, and one sixty is not a it wasn't the most friendly road back then, and I'm sure it hasn't improved much, okay,
0: <laughs> well, do me a favor like when i'm when I'm talking about stuff, write that down on there, and I'm going to put it over in his spot because I want to see if he's he's done that. Um, anyway, the weather's been great. So, I mean, we, <laughs> we haven't done much. Uh, this is a weather podcast, isn't it? Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got a break. That's, that's the name of this thing. Finally got a break. Temperatures, uh, finally broke down into the eighties. Our average high, again, broken record. Average high is 90. Average low is 69 until I think next and two weeks, and then we start falling again. So, in, uh, the the uh, 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 August fifteenth, we'll have ninety for the high. August sixteenth or sixteenth, we'll have ninety, and August seventeenth, we'll have eighty nine. We'll be dropping back down.
1: Yay! Yeah.
0: Well, you know, like the high the past few days has been in the upper eighties, hasn't it? I mean, I think we were ninety two the other day, but okay. Listen. On
1: on Monday, I think it was. In the upper 80s. Uh, today? Today, Today's been maybe. In. I don't know. Okay. I, I haven't looked at the thermometer today. But
0: the problem is, is the humidity, it's lower, but it's not going away. Yeah. So it, it's
1: like... But the heat index has been 100 and 100 plus. Has for it? A, not oh, not, oh. not for the last two days, but yeah. before that for oh weeks. Gosh. Yeah, 114? Really? Yeah.
0: Seriously, 114 degrees?
1: <laughs> 120. Oh, I mean, oh,
0: did, oh, did it get up to 120? Well, I, I think
1: oh. your your station did. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Is what it said it was, and that's disgusting. Um, it's
0: beyond. Well, what I don't understand, and I've never seen it, I don't know if you've seen it either, the dew point. 80, 81, 82. I don't I, remember
1: it being that high. I never remember the dew point being that high before. But it has been this summer.
0: (laughs) I know. I mean, you think you're in the dog days of summer, and now we're getting technically in the dog days of summer, and we're not quite as hot as we were. July was just insane.
1: Yeah. Um, I always think of the fair is the hottest time of the year. Yeah. But this year... July has been horrible.
0: Yeah. And we did set the record. I mean, we keep saying that, but we keep setting records. July was the hottest month globally on record. On
1: record. And that's insane because the Southern Hemisphere summer is six months removed from. Yeah. They're in winter right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, but, but the Southern Hemisphere is closer, is when the sun is the closest to the earth is during their summer. Yes. It's yes. during our winter.
0: Yeah. Who, so. you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, southern uh southern South America and Australia. Hmm. I need to do some research on that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think. What was that? Is that a truck something have, went boom <laughs> I have no earthly idea oh gosh I don't know it's it's been a day I, I've had a day you, you you've been working but I've I've had a day so uh, what we're, we're, this podcast is going to be shorter than normal because I need to get out and play some disc golf <laughs> I really do it's just that's this gonna make make my day but oh um uh, I have on here this big heat bubble has been in place. And activity has been riding around the um, periphery of this big heat, you know, the the high pressure. So we've been getting activity going from Nebraska into northern Missouri into St. Louis. St. Louis has been getting hammered. I mean, tornadic storm, uh, severe weather. Uh, I got this. Uh, The National Weather Service, St. Louis, um, posted this thing. It's a graphic. The title of the graphic says, When it rains, it pours. The seven-day observed rainfall ending uh, yesterday. Location. Farmington, Missouri, a total. Now, this is one week. Farmington, Missouri, got 9.8
1: inches of rain. Hmm. I need to ask one of my friends because she is from Farmington, and her dad still lives up there, I believe, so...
0: Yeah, ask her. <laughs> Definitely. Rosebud, Missouri. I have heard Rosebud. I'm not quite sure where it is, but I have heard of it. Uh, they got 9.41. Adina, Missouri, 9.35. And it goes down from there. Potosi, 7.8. Ashland, 7.53. St. Genevieve, which is down south, southeast Missouri, 6. And the Columbia Regional Airport got six and three-quarter inches. Now, that – okay, so if you can imagine southwest Missouri and the precipitation going in Colorado and then going northeast into Nebraska and then curving around that – riding around that high-pressure system and going down into Missouri. Well, the past few days, that high pressure is kind of shrunk a little bit. So now we're going to get into some serious business tomorrow. So I definitely want to talk about that. Um, the severe potential for Wednesday is increasing. Storm Prediction Center has been placing s- South, well, Southwest Missouri, Northern Arkansas. This was back in day five. They've had that slight. then day four, slight. and then day three, slight. And they upgraded the, the day three to enhanced over Southeast Missouri. And wait a minute, that's today. Day two. Day two. Yeah, so day two. They they upgraded to Enhance. I imagine they're going to upgrade it again because what's going to happen... Now, you jump in because I think you saw some stuff I didn't because I've been on the road today. Um, we got the potential for some supercells to develop. Yes. Uh, I read the... Uh, AFT, I know I'm saying um a lot because my brain is so scattered, so I do apologize. That's bad podcasting. <laughs> But I read the AFD, uh, Area Forecast Discussion, and they were talking about there's going to be two rounds. The morning convection is actually going to start late tonight, go through Kansas and kind of down towards southwest Missouri. It's going to start decreasing. However, a warm front is going to be lifting up, and so we're going to have to see if that's going to interact a little bit. Now, this is the morning convection. Uh, Some of those storms might – you have some baby teeth, maybe some small hail. They're saying not looking at really widespread stuff. And then they're saying there's two ways this can go. The first way, the first scenario is the convection dissipates in the morning. The sun comes out, instability goes up, a cold front comes through and really starts kicking up the atmosphere with tornadic supercells in the area. And that is going to congeal into a line, which we talked about earlier, and go into southeast Missouri. The second scenario, which does happen, they're saying that morning convection, it, it'll interact a little bit, but the clouds won't go away. We'll still have cloudy skies. Therefore, instability will be a lot lower, and the risk for severe weather will lower. It won't go away, but they're saying that it's so that's the two things. Nobody knows.
1: No, there's no way of knowing until it happens.
0: (laughs) Right, and that's why I put it on the post just now. I made a post like, we'll know in the morning. we got to see how all this is going to behave. Because if scenario one occurs, yeah, I mean, we're in a 5% tornado risk. Now, it doesn't sound like much, but that's kind of a...
1: That's all that Joplin was under when... Oh,
0: for the Joplin Tornado. For the
1: Joplin Tornado. Oh. That's it. It was
0: 5%. Man, and I think their chances of precipitation was only 40%. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, I know we've had that here where we had devastating stuff around Branson. It's like, yeah, rain chance 40%. Well, there's reasons for that. But uh, go, go back and listen to our POPs weather school explains how, <laughs> that, how that works. So that's, we're just going to have to figure that one out. Tomorrow, we can't. There's no way to say it now. What we can say now is the potential is there for tornadic supercells early uh, evening,
1: not in early evening. Yeah,
0: er, yeah, early evening. Yeah, not in the afternoon. They said it late afternoon, evening, it might go because the atmosphere. Yeah. If it
1: reco- if atmosphere recovers, oh, we're right. Once the bad. atmosphere recovers, but that's only if the sun comes out after the first round goes through. Exactly.
0: Yeah, if those clouds hang on, it gets a little bit lower. So we're going to have to see. So, sorry, that's all we can tell you at this point. <laughs> uh, okay, well, hey, you want to get to the tropics real quick? Let's do that. Tropical. 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 It's tropical. Yep, so Atlantic, there's nothing going on. Amazing. Yay. <laughs> I know they had some yellow Xs out there, like, and I checked, like, Two hours ago, I was like, oh, there's nothing out there. Uh, but we have Hurricane Dora.
1: Weren't we talking about Dora last week on the podcast? I think, um, in fact, I think we were talking about Dora two weeks ago.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, because I made the really bad joke the Dora the Explorer, remember I did that. Uh, uh-huh. i got to give myself yeah. okay I buzzer for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say it this week, though. <laughs> You already did. Oh, crap. Okay, well, that's why I got the buzzer. Anyway, yeah, right now, right now this week, Tuesday, Hurricane Dora has maximum sustained winds of 130 miles an hour, moving west at 22 miles an hour. It's a few hundred miles south of Hawaii. It's not even in the cent- the eastern Pacific. It's in the central Pacific right now. It's maintained because originally— They had on their 5 to 7 day that it would become a major hurricane and then decrease by Saturday. Mm -hmm. This is Tuesday, and it's still a major hurricane. Yeah. I wonder if that's something, um, you know, like a forecast to come now because they thought it was going to go down. It's not. And uh, Cat 5, excuse me, Cat 5 is 155 miles per hour. It looked like the data that I saw that it – its top speed was around 140, which is, that's Cat 4, I think. Yeah, I think it is I, I Cat think 4. so, too. Yeah. Cat 3 is 111. I know that. And uh, Cat 5 is 155. So, yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, but it is, it's not going to affect Hawaii. It's going to keep going west, and they say probably in a couple of days, and it's going to kind of start, you know, calming down a little bit. So. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Uh, oh, I just want to do a little model check real quick. I'm looking at the Nam at this point. So uh, Corey usually does his model minute. Uh, I usually leave that to him, but I want to see what a couple of the models are saying. So I'm going to do that. So right now I'm looking at the Nam 3K. Uh, it is saying a line of showers and thunderstorms will move probably into the Branson area about 6 a.m., which is about right. There's a big complex out in central Kansas and just like a line, if you draw a line from central Kansas down to like Memphis, there's just a line of thunderstorms and excuse me, that's what's going to bubble up. And it has it going on till about noon, then clearing, And then the second one coming through about 8 p.m. And that one looks pretty mean. That's what the name is. So let's back up and do my other one. Well, I have several ones. I look at the uh, FV3. It's a byproduct of the GFS. Let's see if I can get out there for that. Okay. So it is saying there's the complex. It's having the complex move a little bit more toward the north, the morning one. So basically some stuff around, developing around noon, and then another complex about 9 p.m., and that's the second one. So let's take the third one here. Uh, I don't think the her goes out that far. Uh, if we do the wharf, now the wharf, that, that's a what we call a, a one of the cams, uh, convective allowing models. I didn't know what a cam model was. I had to look it up. So that's what a cams model is. It is saying uh, some showers about 6 a.m. but going away and then clearing by noon and the second one coming in about seven o'clock so one model the the wharf is saying about seven o'clock the nam is saying eight o'clock and the fv3 saying nine o'clock so at this point now we're 20 24 hours out so they're going to kind of tighten up a little bit the the uh, hrrr only goes out 18 hours so i'm not even going to try that one so we got that kind of to look forward to. Best thing to do: just keep watching our Facebook page. Tomorrow, we're going to be posting all day. Uh, I have. I'm not going anywhere. You're going to Springfield, aren't you?
1: Oh, I'll go to Springfield and see Cheryl.
0: That's true. Well, in the morning it may be kind of, kind of wonky, but yeah. you're, you're not going to leave till afternoon.
1: Oh, I may leave. I may go up there in the morning.
0: Oh, okay. Get back for the fun in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to skip the weather school because uh, this is going to be a short podcast. But uh, I had one tidbit of in other news. Did you see that video uh, about the home just collapsing in Alaska from the Alaska flooding? Uh,
1: from the glacial flooding? From the glacial flooding? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have a little article on that. I just want to read a couple of things from it. It says glacial flooding causes, no, glacial break causes major flooding in Alaska. The officials issue an emergency declaration. This is ABC News. I took a Zyrtec today. I don't know why this is, boy, this is. We're going off the rails in this podcast. Anyway, says so the city officials have issued an emergency declaration. Uh, flooding is due to a break on Suicide Basin. It's a side basin on the Mendenhall Glacier, located, located about 12 miles north of Alaska's state capital. A glacial lake outburst flood occurs when a dam containing a glacial lake breaks. That's hmm. hard to say.
1: <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah, uh, and the other thing I wanted to look at, they said, you know, trees and debris and houses. It's just they said on a FEMA scale, they now this is a, a hydrologist from Juneau, Alaska. His name's Aaron Jacobs. He said on a FEMA on a FEMA scale, there was less than a one percent chance of that level of flooding occurring, and nobody saw this coming.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. And Juneau is, of course, the capital of Alaska. Right. Uh, and it's located way, way, way south compared to the most of the state because it's. Oh, that's right. It is way south. Yeah, it, it's down on the trail that leads down, uh, pointing like it's going down to Washington. So. Oh, okay. You uh, know, you know the, the state's up here, and then it goes down the coast. Yeah,
0: then it, okay, and Juno's way down there. Uh-huh. That's right. Why did I not know that? I mean, I knew that, but I didn't think about that. I kept thinking, ooh, that's probably up there in the middle. Yeah. I've had a day. (laughs)
1: Oh, I know you have.
0: Yeah, I've had a day. Um, Okay, last thing on this, the Mendenhall Lake level crested at 14.97 feet on Saturday around 11 p.m., and that breaks the previous record of 11.99 feet in July 2016. So this thing was way over the banks. Oh, yeah. Mendenhall Lake. So And there's a thing. There's a Suicide Basin. And then Mindenhall Glacier, and then Mindenhall Lake, and then Mindenhall River. So that's fascinating. Yeah, go to ABC News. Look at that. It's very, very, very interesting. Uh, lots of damage, and boy, that house. I mean, I, I, I figured everybody has seen that house collapse on there so far, but it's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. Hey, let's get to the last segment. And go play disc golf, want to?
1: Uh, sure. Okay. It's the weather word of the
0: week. Yeah, I thought I'd had this word before, and, and you had mentioned, you know, it's an easy word. And it's like, I'm surprised I have not had this word before. It's a simple word. And I, I told you, it's like, I always look for these really hard words. And I ignore the simple words. And this is a simple word. So, Gary, what is this week's Stormdar Weather, weather word of the week?
1: Vorticity.
0: It is vorticity. So, tell us all, what is vorticity?
1: (laughs) Okay. It is a measure of the amount of spin or rotation and shear in the atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And think of it like a vortex, like something. um... Uh, Right.
1: Um, But it, uh, it describes... The conditions necessary for supercellular development.
0: Yes. We're going to be looking at that on the SPC maps. Ooh. I always look at helicity. I mean, I think vorticity and helicity are similar. They're not
1: exactly the same. I think that they would be close to synonyms.
0: Very close. Yeah. Helicity, um, think of the helix, you know, the double helix that it it twists up. That's helicity. There's a thing in in the maps called an EHI or an Energy Helicity Index, and you can see how high that index is to see what the energy is to cause the atmosphere to twist. And vorticity from that. Yep. Ooh, that's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a simple word. So I need I need to look, go back and look at the actual really cool words on, uh, you know, not the really hard ones that I overlook all the time.
1: Well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because, um I mean, I'm not going to have rain, duh. Uh, Everybody knows what rain is. uh, Really? uh, (laughs) uh, I'm not exactly positive of that.
0: Well, precipitable water.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh, You know, it it did rain, or it it didn't rain rain, but it did sprinkle this morning about 6.55 a.m. Oh, yeah? Yeah. uh, It was... I noticed that the sunrise was absolutely gorgeous around five thirty to six. Yeah, and then should have taken a picture. (laughs) Yeah, I should have. But then by six fifteen, it was just overcast.
0: Oh yeah. Now wasn't it yesterday when you said there was like a lightning show to the west
1: Uh, and south
0: and south? Yeah, Um,
1: you could see the storms down in Arkansas. Oh, and, and it was gorgeous, and the lightning was pretty constant. That's wild. And, but it, the drive to Springfield was completely dry, and of course, that was at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well,
0: that's right. You have to go to Springfield early on Monday.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm g-
0: glad I missed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, You
1: are not a morning person.
0: No, and you know that. G- Gary knows when I get up in the morning, he's like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me until I wake up. Then I'm, then I'm chatty.
1: Yes. I just need to wake yes, up. Yes, but... <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he is a cranky one until he has woke up.
0: Woke up, yes. I, it, t- it takes about 30 minutes. Got to have my Dr. Pepper. Got to have my weather. Got to have to chill. And then, Then when I come up, I'm like, oh, okay, hey, what's up? Yes. Yeah, you learned real quick. It's like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm just cranky.
1: You're not mean. You're just cranky <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't even call you cranky but mostly you just growl <laughs> yeah i do no you're right i do
0: that's true when i get up in the morning i look at you and go <laughs> and you're, you've been awake for four hours already y- yeah usually <laughs> okay oh well now we're just talking next week's podcast will be much better i promise i i will have my wits about me i won't have I've just had a day. So I hope people, you know, enjoy this.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, I hope they do too. Uh, anyway. Mo- mostly we're just happy that we can actually go out and throw some now because the temperatures aren't so high that you die after two holes. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You and I both, we go out there when it was like, we tried that one night when it was really humid. We were sweating. And it's like your body can't cool itself it's just sweat just runs
1: yeah that's yeah. that's not fun no um when you're completely soaked after 20 minutes you're like uh okay yeah. this isn't this well, isn't really that much fun and
0: exactly that's what the National Weather Service everybody says on heat you know heat drains you and it's very very true you go out there and I'm you know we're playing it all of a sudden it's like I can't even stand up I'm just the heat just zaps it, and then then we come home, and then we're zombies.
1: Oh yeah, and and honestly, you know, I, uh, not being the healthiest person in the world, um, uh, <laughs> yes, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> but I know, you know, it's uh when we go out, um, the heat, especially the humidity, really affects me. Yeah, um, it's the
0: humidity. Yeah. I think
1: going out, going out in the spring when the humidity wasn't bad at all. Um, yeah, we could go out when it was ninety and it, okay, I don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah, because we, we we're getting the evaporative stuff. Is a little breezy. I remember that in the spring, it was quite breezy. Yes, but it wasn't that thick breeze. Oh, and like we go out there sometimes, and the wind's not even blowing. Oh yeah. So,
1: and then we're sitting you're
0: there trying to Then you're cool trying it.
1: to fan yourself with your disk or whatever <laughs> is handy. Right. Or you take the little electric fan out there and I did try that.
0: Yeah. Well, I could take it back out, but
1: no. No. You need to carry
0: if you're going to go. Okay, we're going off the rails. Yeah, now. this is off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tomorrow, severe weather. Check our page. Uh I think most people are going to listen to this in the morning. Uh, Might okay. tonight. I mean, let, who knows? So, but if it's not over the weekend, we got a slight warm up, uh, just to slightly above average. we in thinking ninety, ninety-two. Uh, plus, we're going to have a pattern change. We're going to be in a north- northwest flow with scattered showers and thunderstorms, and then we can.
1: And catch back uh, up. I don't remember you saying. I know you said a cold front's coming through tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is it going to drop the temperatures at all this mm-hmm. week? Nah, nah, nah. No, that figures. No, a lot of times the, co- the cool air will be on the
0: back side of it, but it's not going to stick. Yeah, no. it's not going to be what we call the master blaster. That's the the one in fall where it moves through, and all of a sudden the next day is
1: twenty five degrees colder. It's not like that. Okay, and I don't really want it to get cold yet. I don't like cold. I don't weather. either. I don't like cold weather either. I just want it to be San Diego weather all the time. I would like seventies. That would be pleasant. Seventy
0: exactly. The humidity, not five thousand percent.
1: Yes. Seventies <laughs> and doesn't doesn't feel like New Orleans, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Southern Florida, Key West. I don't know. It's crazy. All right. Well, we're just blabbing now. So, yes. uh, anything else?
1: Not that I'm aware of.
0: Okay, well, let's wrap this thing up so we can go play then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Weather, Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our post to have us show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormdarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website, especially tomorrow with the severe weather, at Stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.